We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Kits and Wagers. We are talking game week 12 this week, sponsored by So Rare. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT based fantasy game. Collect, trade, compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 100, 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S O R A R E.com. I am Adam Zedrike, soccer editor at rotowire.com. Joined with Chris Owen who is not in his laboratory. What's going on? Hey, Adam. Nice to talk to you again this week. Um, I'm running into some technical issues with some of my over, uh, overhead lighting down in the laboratory. Um, so I am sitting here at my kitchen table, um, unfortunately. But uh, we're going to try to get the technical staff down there and, and maybe get some some stuff figured out with my <laughs> my string lights that happened to go out last night. Um, yeah, uh, another week. We're back from the international break. Really excited to talk some soccer here. And uh, specifically, what kit am I wearing this week? Well, we're going to get into um, this player is in a match that we're going to talk about shortly here, but uh, I got a maybe 2018-ish, 2019-ish um, Leather City uh, kit here, Mr. Jamie Vardy on the back. Um, it's always a part of Vardy, so uh, this was a nice off-season scoop that I uh, I saw that the the numbers made sense, and I was like, I need you know I love Jamie Vardy for the player that he is, um, so I went ahead and, and, and scooped this one, and it's actually been been a pretty good use here so uh that's what i'm rocking this week and it looks like are you have you added some scarves to your background there i'm seeing like yeah i decided to mix it up i love it um yeah so someone on discord uh if you if you want to check out discord rotowire.com backslash chat but someone mentioned you know i had some uh, laurel and hardy masks on my wall and they were freaking them out (laughs) so i had to uh i had to swap them out um, they were my, my grandfather's old masks and, you know, I was giving, showing them some respect, but, uh, I decided to mix it up, put, put the scarves up and I guess we're going, I, I think this is the third straight week here for scarves and wagers, but I got Sociedad here, uh, full Basque flag. So, uh, repping the Basque country, uh, where I spent a couple weeks on my honeymoon, but game week 12, we had, we had a nice break and, you know, last week we talked about all of our winnings and you ended the show with, what was it? USA plus 165 over Mexico. That I hit. think it was plus 185 at least. Some oh, plus 185. Okay. Yeah, you know. 
So even better. Uh, I believe, I don't know how many that's in a row for you, but you hit that one. But prior to that, you also hit uh, Southampton beat to beat Aston Villa, which I believe is about plus 105. So how are you feeling going in this week? And you're on a little nice winning streak here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling better. Um, you know, we had a little bit of a cold streak to begin the season. I was maybe not focusing on the right things, but uh, followed my heart the last couple of weeks, last few weeks. And, uh, you know, it's led to uh, led to some good results. Southampton, um, just so well um, versed defensively. And I feel like there's never any goals in that one. That one was pretty easy. And then what happens you know, all of a sudden I'm an Aston Villa fan. We got Stevie G at the helm. Um, that was Dean Smith's last game in charge. So uh, we kind of noted that on the pod that he might be on his way out. And then what happens? They uh, kind of out, kind of out of nowhere they hired Stevie G. So that was good. And then um, you know, followed my heart on uh, on Mexico uh, against the United States. That was a riveting match. You know, U.S. looks good. And then as a letdown against Jamaica, like three days later. So um, it is CONCACAF. And um, yeah, I'm happy to be back on this pod. And hopefully we make it uh, maybe three in a row here. I mean, once I saw uh, Mikel Antonio and Leon Bailey in the starting 11 for Jamaica, I I got a little scared. And then Antonio just unleashed that shot from what, 30 30 yards out or something. So there there were some... (laughs) I'm not going to name names, but there were some people on Twitter that were like, you know, Matt Turner would have saved that instead of that, like, Zach Seven and that. And they're like, Matt Turner would have saved that. And I'm like, okay. I like, don't think anyone let's, let's, run the tape, let's run the tape back here and see how hard that ball was hit. Like, there, not many keepers are saving that one. I was just like baffled that people were like, yeah. That one's going to be saved. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was, reminded me of, of anything, just like Ronaldo when he used to, you know, bust out the from 40 yards out just randomly just take a blast and just laser into the back of the net it was kind of kind of looked like that actually it was ridiculous it was so well struck yeah so i guess i will mention i'm on i'm on the opposite run of chris here so last season you know i had a good run of you know we didn't have this podcast or the show or anything but i had a run in my article of you know taking teams to win to nil and chelsea has burned me two times this season, two times out of my last four picks. I think this, I mean, each match they've just dominated. I took them against what Southampton and Burnley. So let, or two weeks ago, they had 25 shots to Burnley's five. And I don't know, it, it was kind of a goal out of nothing and it, you know, whatever, right process, wrong result. That's we'll leave it at that. But uh, I think so. We, we're talking. We're going to pick out three matches every week. We're going to change up the strategy of what we're doing here in kits and wagers. And we kind of mentioned, you know, the new managers coming in. And I guess uh, we'll probably get to that in some of our best bets. But uh, I guess our last show it was what Frank Lampard was thought to be coming in in Norwich, but Dean Smith is there instead. And I guess I'll be talking about that in my best bet, but. I guess the three matches we're talking about here, Chelsea, Leicester City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester City, Everton, none of those matches uh, are going to involve new managers. So I guess we're taking the easy way out and and not talk, and not discussing, you know, how these teams are going to play. But um, do you have any just overall thoughts, I guess, on some of these guys coming in? I think just the general – uh, I don't know. I, I think, you know, some of these new guys are coming in for teams that – they really haven't been playing well defensively. And I think 
they're going to kind of look at that and maybe play a little more defensive, like Dean Smith at Norwich. And then uh, Girardi at his press conference today, and he said that was the one thing they got to shore up on is their back line. Um, as for Eddie Howe, I don't know if his teams usually know how to play defense. So that's maybe we can't go there. But uh, do you have any takes, I guess, on some of these new managers here? Yeah. Um, quick, Quickly, the, the, the Premier League is very – um, I guess we could say green. They love recycling managers. You know, here we, I guess Stevie G's first first shot in the Premier League, but Dean Smith loses his job one week and he's working for another Premier League club the next week. Eddie Howe, of course, you know, longtime uh, Bournemouth manager, and then you know now he's back in the Premier League. You know, like good for them. They're showing the world what it's like to recycle. So, um, you know, props to them. Outside of that, uh, last week we we were kind of unenthusiastic uh, maybe is not the right word but that's the one i'm going to use for the slate in particular this week has like a ton of really good matches in my opinion you know the early match on saturday chelsea Leicester, which we're going to get into is like you know that's always a fun one uh arsenal liverpool which can you know has been known to be a goal fest uh and then <laughs> you know for the purists here uh southampton norwich city is going to be a good one to watch and then uh sunday has a few good matches as well yeah, so that first match, kick us off game week 12 after the international break. So Chelsea minus 130 with Leicester at home as a plus 380 underdog. And if you're looking at goals, over two and a half goals, minus 105. And I think the big thing here, at least the one one of the reasons I'm kind of scared of Leicester is that they're not going to have Yuri Tielemans, who is – you know, just their guy. He he kind of runs the midfield, uh, does a little bit of everything. So last season he started 37 matches. This season, the only minutes he's missed has been the 13 uh, when he picked up his injury just before the break. So they do get Ndidi back, but I think just the absence of Telemans is, I think that's going to affect them more than uh, what looks to be another uh, off week for Lukaku I'm not I guess he's it'll be a late fitness test but I I doubt Lukaku starts on Saturday but I think that's my main takeaway like I'd I'd been looking at the Chelsea minus 130 just because of Tielemans out we don't really know what Leicester looked like without him and that's I think that's pretty relevant yeah I mean he's been like super good for them this season as well he's got three goals three assists um, at least across uh, I guess one of those assists is coming out of the Europa League. So he's got three goals, two assists in the Premier League. You know, he's pretty much like been their most consistent midfielder with Ndidi missing a fair bit of time this, this season. And then, you know, what's happened to James Madison? Not particularly sure, um, but he's been their most consistent midfielder. And without him, I think it will be tough. And honestly, these Chelsea minus 130 odds, not too bad if you uh, think they can win that. Um, they did drop points to Burnley last time out so something something to consider as as, shut, as adam shakes his head he knows all too well what happened there um but yeah so i honestly I, I like chelsea minus 130 here they are traveling to leicester city but still i mean chelsea top of the table uh, a little bit of room to spare there too so i i like them at minus 130 and i would even consider betting it yeah my minus 130 is not too bad uh for i guess goal odds nothing I mean, if Lukaku doesn't start, nothing really pops out to me just because you don't really know who's going to score for Chelsea just because anyone on the pitch can score, including their center backs. 
Like you have Havertz at plus 240, Mount plus 260, Hudson Adoy at plus 320. If anything, like I'd look at Reese James or Ben Chilwell. Those guys are plus 400. Like you can get better odds. And like I don't think, I mean, obviously it makes more sense to that the you know, the forwards are going to score, but just just the way Chelsea play and, you know, if Leicester lose some of their, their, their form, their, the style they play without Telemans, like you got to think that James and show are, are up the field a ton, which is, which is how they play. So like plus 400, if you think Chelsea are going to win, maybe throw that in. If you can get like a single game parlay, add a few bucks on there, but it'll just take it by itself too. Yeah. The, the other one, which would be kind of a funny play here is Christian Pulisic. If he, he starts after subbing on a couple of times, plus 250. Um, I doubt he makes a starting 11, but that, those are always uh, some kind of fun odds. But yeah, definitely unsure who I would take for any time goal scorers for Chelsea, especially with Lukaku out. I mean, when we look at it, Reese James has, has four goals for him. He's their leading scorer right now. Ben Chilwell with three. Lukaku with three, Mason Mount. So you got your two outside, uh, your wingbacks, I guess we, we'll call them, um, leading the team with uh, four goals and three goals. So outside of that, it's Lukaku and Mount with uh, three goals apiece. So not, not super enthusiastic about that. But, yeah, um, the other side of that, uh, we got Mr. Jamie Vardy. I was, you know, I'm wearing the kit, so I'm going to talk about him, but he's plus 200 to score here. Um, and uh, some interesting ones. This is one I'd avoid, just but uh, kind of fun. Vardy with two shots or more is plus 275. I skipped this one. Chelsea concede on average a little over three goals on target per 90 minutes, so maybe that's one to avoid. But uh, if we're going to take Vardy at plus 200 to score, you might as well take Vardy to score with his right foot at plus 400. So uh, two things two things I would I would really take if we're actually going to uh, take a goal scorer, and that's Vardy plus 200 to score, plus 400 with his right foot. Yeah, the main thing I'm kind of scared with, uh, in addition to Tielemans being out, so the two times that Leicester have been held scoreless this season – Home against Manchester City, home against Arsenal. Uh, two teams, you know, they they both have. I don't know what we're gonna call Arsenal. I was gonna, I don't know. Do they have a top five back line? I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a stretch. But we'll just say Arsenal are playing well, and Leicester couldn't score against them. What was this three weeks ago at home? And put put Chelsea into this picture. So I think there's. I mean, I I could technically go with you know Chelsea to win a nil in this spot um but you know I'm not going to do that again just because just because of what it's happened but I I kind of think this will be kind of like one of those matches one nil two nil these teams have played pretty tight uh the past few seasons um just looking at last year's result in the league two one for Chelsea and that was three days after Leicester beat them in the FA Cup and that one no win in the FA Cup, I believe it was the Telemans. He had like some kind of shot from 30 yards out or so, and it and it beat him. But I think these teams will play tight. It'll be I'm not going to take the over. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you know Leicester. Leicester won, to, uh, you know, one nil or something like that. They get an early goal and then sit back and that kind of thing. Add another defender on the pitch, but I do lean Chelsea overall. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. And, um, yeah, totally agree with that. Uh, you, t- Funny thing to think about is Arsenal is the top uh, five back line here. I think um, the most 
I mean, what I use as a, as a top back, the main stat is goals allowed. Like uh, top two being Chelsea and Manchester City. So, um, like, Chelsea's only allowed four goals on the season. So, no surprise there. But uh, um, there's a bit of a jumble there when you when we think about uh, top five back lines. And Arsenal's right in there in the mix with 11 goals or 13 goals conceded. A couple other teams yeah. at 12 and 11. So, yeah, I think you're totally fair in saying that Arsenal – you know, hovering around one of the better back lines just based on uh, goals against. Right. That also includes what they 3 0, 5 0 early in the season. So, yeah, they, they probably allowed really... five goals in their last eight matches or so. Uh, just yeah. keep going off my head here. But I guess speaking of Arsenal, we'll, we'll look at that game next. So, Liverpool are at home and pulled up here at the rotowire.com. You can go to our sports betting page. We got this. <laughs> Best odds between uh, the sites available to us, but minus 210 to win, Arsenal plus 550, over two and a half goals. They're thinking goals, like you said. Uh, so over two and a half is minus around 200. And then if you want, if you're thinking a lot of goals over three and a half, that's plus 130. Kind of not looking at those goal numbers, but uh, I like I like Liverpool to win. I guess, I guess that's what I'll, I'll start with here. Yeah, what, what uh, where do you say minus one ten or minus two ten? Uh, um, two ten, two ten. Yeah, okay. gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think so too. I mean, Arsenal. Those these games are always crazy. These like Arsenal Liverpool games. Um, yeah, I think Liverpool are going to be um, or def- could definitely win this one here. Sadio Mane, you know, came off of that knock um, over the international break, but it sounds like uh, Klopp said that he's good. He's good to play this week. Um, Liverpool dealing with Jordan Henderson got injured over the over the international break and and then so did Andrew Robertson. Um, they've got a, a decent bit of coverage with uh, at left back with Kostas Tsimikas, um, who's played really well for them. So I mean, if you're playing DFS or even uh, season long, you know definitely consider him um, to to slot him in. And then yeah, they got enough. They're a little injured in the midfield, but they're uh, got enough bodies to put it in and make it interesting. So yeah, I would take Liverpool here, um, despite Arsenal having played so well recently. The one thing that I the over two and a half is minus two hundred. So over two and a half goals that is is minus two hundred. Would avoid that. The odds aren't particularly good. Um, over three and a half is plus one twenty five. So you're not necessarily getting the best odds of all time, but still you know, positive odds at over three and a half, which is a lot of goals. But in the last 11 Premier League matches between Arsenal and Liverpool. Um, they've scored over four goals. One, two, three. Eight of the last 11 matches have been over three and a half goals. So kind of interesting there. It's insane how many goals they've scored. That does date back to 2016. So bear in mind, um, there's always goals in this one. There's only been two goals, uh, under three goals once uh, in this matchup. So um, that's kind of my biggest takeaway is like, uh, you know, there's going to be a couple goals in this game. Yeah, so in my article, com that I put up this week, I threw Liverpool into a parlay with Manchester City. I like that one. But if you're just talking this game, if you don't want to, you know, do a two-day parlay because Manchester City plays Sunday, uh, like you could take Liverpool to win and then the over two and a half the, at the minus 200, then that should equal about plus – a little more than plus 100, so you're getting decent odds. Liverpool to win more than that. Um, I guess I I wrote down here uh, Liverpool over two and a half goals at plus 130, but like if you can do the same game parlay, now I'm just thinking about it, for them to win 
and for the over to be uh, two and a half, that that's probably uh, the better route to go than taking Liverpool over two and a half goals, uh, just because it you know it could be two one or something, and you know that bet still hits, but the Liverpool over two and a half doesn't hit. So uh, definitely something to take into account. But the, I mean, the main thing that my takeaway from you know this matchup between uh, Klopp and Mikel Arteta here. So last season, like we all know, Liverpool had their trouble, but they won these matchups in league play six to one. Um, like they played in April and Liverpool won three nil at Arsenal. So I, I just can't see, you know, Liverpool has some injuries and I guess Thomas Partey, uh, he is a late fitness test cause he had a, he had some growing tightness before the break, but I don't know. I, I can't see a way where Arsenal is going to win. So I think the only move here just to look at Liverpool and I guess go with, uh, you'll get into the goal odds here, but solid score here is what are we looking at? Minus 135. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we get, we are like, uh, we, we have to talk about Mo Salah and his goal odds. I feel like on a, on a weekly basis, he's, as you mentioned, minus 135 to score. Um, there's uh, Sadio Mane is plus 140. Diego Jota's, uh plus 130. Uh, so not, you know, nothing. The Salah goal odds are like right on that cusp of like what we consider, you know, decent goal odds. Um, and then some fun ones that I always like checking out. Um, if we're going to take one guy to score, you might as well like uh, kind of uh, – Double down here, and uh, Asala uh, is plus one ten to score, and for Liverpool to win, uh, so that gets you into the plus odds rather than the minus one thirty five. He is, however, minus one hundred five to score with his left foot, um, which is how he scores probably at least two thirds of his goals. And then um, another one that's been interesting is uh, that might be interesting is Diego Jota is plus one thousand to score with his head. So uh, pretty long odds, and if you're feeling um, feeling froggy, you know, might as well go with that one. I think Jota scored at least two goals with his heads that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, not sure where I specifically can go find that stat, but I know he scored a couple with his head in the early part of the season. So uh, those are a couple fun fun goals for an odds to consider for this Arsenal-Liverpool matchup. Is that what we're taking here, uh, Jota to score with his head? Plus 1,000. Okay. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what my favorite is here. So I did say the Liverpool over two and a half goals. That's plus one thirty. So I put together the uh, the parlay: Liverpool to win over two and a half goals. It's minus one oh six, depending you know what odds you look at. So at least you're looking at even odds uh, to bring down that minus two ten there for Liverpool to win. So I think that's probably something I'm going to look at uh, instead of. I guess in addition to taking, you know, my, my parlay that I was talking about, but as for, I, there's, I don't see a reason to take, you know, Salah to score at minus 135 when you can just, you know, add the team win there to get plus 110. That only makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, we already talked about how much we like Liverpool to win this. So might as well take that one if, you know, you want to take a goal score, but as for Arsenal, I don't want to take any of their goal scores. <laughs> like if you think, if you think this is a high-scoring match, if anything, maybe Saka, Bukayo Saka at plus 500. Otherwise, I have no interest in Aubameyang or Lacazette. They're plus 230, plus 250, respectively. I assume you have no interest in taking those either. No, I just don't know where it's going to come from. Um, so, yeah, I, I would skip over them. Um, you know, going to – a little bit of a uh, – 
Last time I talked so poorly about Arsenal, I got proved wrong. So that was, uh, I think, game week three of, of this of this season, and I I was kind of dragging Mikel Arteta through the, through the mud there, and um, I think they've reeled off eight straight unbeaten. So, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Yeah, so Chris is treading lightly on his disrespect of Arsenal. So <laughs> Specifically yeah, that's, Mikel Arteta. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the main reasoning here. Uh, for the next thing we want to talk, <laughs> yeah. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed uh, for the next game we uh, are going to talk about here. So it's Sunday. So it's kind of a, I think it's the first time we actually seen there's eight matches on Saturday and then two on Sundays, but I guess that highlights, you know, the Sunday matches a little more uh, Leeds are home against Tottenham in that later one or sorry, Tottenham are home to Leeds, but for this one, Manchester city, uh, massive, Minus 650 favorite home against Everton. And you can get them minus two to win minus two and a half at plus 135, which I probably wouldn't do. Uh, I looked at Everton plus one and a half. That's that's plus 170 odds. So I don't like the way Everton are playing, uh, but they have been playing more defensively than, or they I guess they've been better defensively than they were early in the season. I think they're leaning too much on their uh, counterattack early in the season. But if we're just looking at their previous matches, you know, they got they had that boring uh, scoreless draw against Tottenham right before the break, which I don't think anything really happened in that match. Before that, they fell 2-1 at Wolves. They had that weird game against Watford in which they allowed four goals in, I don't know, the last 15 minutes. And then they lost uh, home to West Ham 1-0. So it just really hasn't been working out for Everton uh, without Calvert-Lewin in the lineup. And like that's not going to change against Manchester City. Um, so like I said, I like the parlay. I think Manchester City are going to win. I'd probably take them, uh, you know, instead of risking it and hoping Manchester City win by three goals, I kind of like the minus two and a half. And you can, that's around minus 200. Put that, sorry, minus one and a half is around minus 200. And that's the one I was... I was going to parlay with uh, Liverpool there, but I don't know. I just like, I guess we're kind of, I don't know, not, uh, <laughs> we're not button heads on any of these things here. Uh, maybe we got to do a better job of uh, games you disagree on, but I assume uh, you're not going to be betting Everton in this matchup. Um, no, definitely, definitely not. Uh, so based on the fact that Everton is missing, you know, continues to miss uh, DCL, which is like they just have without him they have not played well they they haven't won a game in what five matches um, they 
Man City have won the last seven Premier League matches against Everton uh, with a goal totals. Of, you know, Man City have scored 21 goals while Everton has scored five there. So it doesn't lead you to believe particularly highly in Everton to come to uh, Manchester City and beat them. So, yeah, I mean, not butting heads, but, I mean, we're just calling it what we, how we see it here. Um, Everton missing their best goal scorer, not playing well massive underdogs at man city i don't see a reason here where we can where we should be like okay let's you know let's uh you know cut our teeth on a on an everton bet so that yeah i mean that's what that's where i'm thinking on this one yeah everton also have their um midfield has kind of beaten up so decore uh, i don't think he's coming back uh we have him as game time decision here so he might be back but i i doubt he starts but so I think they're starting – wait, yeah, they're starting um, – they've been well, they started Fabian Delph one match. Like if a team has to start Fabian Delph, you know that's not a good thing. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think – like no one wants to bet on a team that is starting Fabian Delph in their midfield. And I think that's the main takeaway. Uh, but, yeah, I think, we, you know, that's the takeaway. We move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so the last – just building off your stat, the last eight matches between these teams, Manchester City have won the last seven of them by at least two goals. So uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, goal odds, I don't really want to take any of the goal odds just because it's Manchester City. So any of their you know, six guys in the front there could score, which is seen in the odds. So you got Foden plus 120. Gabriel Jesus plus 125, De Bruyne plus 135. I don't know. I guess you could you could throw a couple of those guys in in a single game parlay and, and you know increase your value in case you know Man City score three or four. But um, I I don't know. I guess I'm not sure if I have a favorite uh, single game bet from from this one. Unless yeah, I don't know Manchester really City. Jack Grealish is plus five hundred on the goal scorer, so that's that's pretty much the best long odds you can get on a plus five hundred. Yeah, so um, at least that's on DraftKings. Bernardo Silva's plus seven hundred anytime. Book. Oh, I'm sorry, might be first to score. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah that back, makes sense. back up, rewind, cut the tape. <laughs> My bad on that one. <laughs> I had scrolled so far, but yeah, he Jack Grealish plus one sixty, Bernardo's plus two thirty. So yeah, apologies for my miss miss. Uh, for my misleading you there. Uh, we'll survive, but I think it's best bet time. Um, I get, you know what? I'm going to start with best bet. Cause you know, you're yeah. running your hot streak. You're going to end the show with your hot streak. So I'll begin it with my cold streak. So I'm, I'm just going back to my article. So if you didn't read my article, you'll, you'll now hear my favorite bet of that article. So Southampton, Norwich, you know, I'm betting this this Norwich team with with Dean Smith and his defenses was not good this season uh, for Villa. So that's kind of worrying. But I think the main idea here, Dean Smith comes in, uh, you know, the first home match, they're going to want to take they're going to want at least a point They're, I think they're just going to play defensive. Like, I think if if Norwich just try and go all out, like it's not going to work for them. Um <laughs> Like, that's just not the team they have. Uh, I think they're also going to change their starting 11 a bit because uh, the old manager had uh, some issues, I believe, with some of the players, namely, what, Todd Cantwell. But 
So getting back to this bet, instead of diving into you know specifics of, of team camaraderie or whatever I want to say here. But so in this match, you can get under two and a half goals at minus 120. I'm not taking that one, though. You, you can actually get no on both teams to score at plus 105. So you can get better odds. And the only way, you know, this doesn't hit and the under two and a half goals does hit is for it to finish 1-1. You know, sure, that's possible. Southampton get an early goal. They try and sit back, and I don't know, Pookie gets a late penalty or something. Sure, that could screw my bet over. But there's been one goal or fewer in six of Southampton's last eight matches. Uh, Norwich haven't scored in two of their last three at home. Southampton aren't home, but one of my favorite bets all season has been taking their unders, and this is kind of in the same range. So no on both teams to score, plus 105 between Southampton and Norwich. I think I'm going to end the cold streak uh, on Saturday, and then I'm going to join on the winning side. like where your head's at. Uh, Norwich City have scored in f- what, four of 11 matches. So, I mean, uh, in, uh, the, looking at the other – Alternative direction is they haven't scored in seven of their eleven matches. If you, if for anyone who's a math person uh, sitting at home, yeah, that's a very bad Southampton. Really well defensively. So let's get you back on on a heater here. Start things off and build strongly from there. I'm, uh, you know, good bet there. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, you know now that you've gotten yourself here, I'll, I'll dig into mine here. As I mentioned, this is an awesome. This is a fun game. You know, there's good matchups. Uh, Thought, I found it really interesting that Aston Villa is favored against Brighton. I'm going to skip over them, just too much weirdness going on. You know, you mentioned Southampton there, plus 110, plus odds to beat Norwich, which is, you know, why not there? But despite liking a few of those, I'm going to go back to uh, to the well here, and we're going to go uh, West Ham is plus 150 to beat Wolves, two teams that have been playing particularly well. Uh, West Ham have reeled off four straight wins. They just beat Liverpool 3-2. Wolves, on the other hand, are, you know, they were uh, unbeaten in four of their past five. They did just lose to Crystal Palace, however. Um, but prior to that, they had uh, they had beaten up on um, Everton. They had beaten up on Aston Villa. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, to summarize, West Ham plus uh, 150 to win. They are playing um away at Wolverhampton, so note that. But uh, that's my best bet of the week, West Ham, plus one, five, zero. All right, there it is. Yeah, I like that one too. Uh, can't we, – we really got to argue on something, I don't know. But so I wrote about West Ham over one and a half goals. That's plus 130. So, I mean, probably your bet is a better idea. You get better odds, plus 150. I guess with my uh, West Ham over one and a half bet, it it limits losing if, you know, Wolves get two goals and it's 2-2 kind of game or something like that. But I like both of those. I think West Ham, I think it would be a 2-0, 2-1 kind, kind, of, kind of game. And I like that. So, so it sounds like two winners from us. Yeah, I'm hoping so. The Rotowire kits, scarves, and wagers podcast, uh, you know, come for the kits and the scarves, stay for the group think. That's right, you know we're gonna we might have to change. You know if if I don't win this week, I'm just gonna art. I'm just gonna dispute everything you say next week, and we'll see what happens. But speaking of next week, so it's Thanksgiving week over here in the states, so we're not gonna be on Thursday. I think we're doing our show on Wednesday. Uh, Just keep an eye on Rotowire Soccer Twitter and 
you know, we'll keep you updated, but you know, this show is also going up on YouTube and also your podcast feeds, but I think that's all we get for this week. Uh, Chris, you are at C H R O N eight on Twitter. I am at Roto's And again, if you want any of our content, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, you can get a free 10 day trial. No credit card required, so that's a positive. And I mentioned the Discord earlier. You can always come in that chat if you have a trial and talk to us about our bets and all of our winnings, or all of sorry, all of your winnings that you're making off our bets. That's what it is. Thank you. All right, but uh, again, we're sponsored by Sower. Chris, thank you for joining me. Maybe we'll see you in the lab next week. Maybe not. But we'll get the tech staff down there and uh, sort out some of the lighting um, a little bit better than my kitchen tables. Uh, yeah. Anyways, have a great week, everyone. Get the uh, physios down there and uh, they'll, work their, they'll work their magic on the light bulbs or something like that. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.